Do you ever wonder what it would be like to have superpowers? Snap your fingers and your laundry is done for the whole year. Blink like Jeannie and your kids are home from whatever they need to be home from. You say the word, it's done. What a dream! But I can do you one better. No dreaming required. As a child of God, it's possible for your strength to be renewed every single day. And though you may not be superwoman, you can still fly like an eagle. You are listening to Working Upward, the thought-provoking, gaze-shifting, and action-inspiring podcast for Christian women who work from home. If you desire to keep looking upward to Christ in your work and beyond, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kristen Eifeldano from WorkingUpward.com. Hello, it is good to be back here recording for you today. It is Wednesday, a day later than I had hoped to publish this podcast, but I was in Indiana just outside of Louisville over the weekend. I took four days to go see my sister who lives there. Um, She and her husband have three kids and her youngest just had her first birthday party, and I really wanted to be there. Um, And my other sister from, well, I have two sisters in South Carolina. One of them was there. And then um, my mom, who actually lives close to me here, was there as well. She flew in and flew back. Good choice because I was feeling it, driving eight and a half hours. (laughs) Uh, I need some kind of special cushion, I think, um, because... Um, that was not the greatest. <laughs> anyway, it is good to be back. Um, I was catching up for a little bit with some things I wasn't able to get done over the weekend. I was especially tired. I think it's because it was the spring forward weekend and I lost an, an additional hour um, because they are in the Eastern time zone. So feeling back in the swing of things today, feeling good. Um, I wanted to make sure, since I am talking this whole month about burnout, but also uh, this week our focus is on renewal, I wanted to make sure that I am speaking here today in a state of renewal and not rush or fatigue. So I did. I pushed it back a day. I hope that is okay with you. Um, Of course, if I had done a little something called batching, this episode would have made it earlier this week because batching is similar to time blocking, which we talked about previously, but instead of small blocks of time, like 30 minutes or an hour or two, it's laying aside huge chunks of time to work ahead on something, usually like a weekly task, like a weekly podcast or a newsletter or a blog post, something like that. I may try to do that soon, Uh, maybe not actually recording all the episodes at once, but at least outlining and kind of dipping my toes a little bit in batching. I've heard a lot of good things about that. Uh, Speaking of renewal, uh, which we were talking about maybe 30 seconds ago, (laughs) um, it is not quite um, time for a devotional, but that is coming. You want to know something that God uses to help renew me. Hymns. 
Um, hymns are, I, I have several hymn books. I collect hymnals and storybooks about hymns, and that is a side hobby of mine. It started when I was either in my late teens or early 20s, and I wanted to teach myself guitar, just um, plucking it. So I learned the notes and just went through the only music book I had really in the house, which was a hymnal. And I just started plucking through the hymnal and looking at the words and kind of singing along if I could. And it really um, just opened my eyes to the treasure that we have in our hymns. Um, And then I went to a Christian university and we had chapel. And during chapel, we would sing hymns. And we are talking about thousands of students, a few thousand, maybe three or four, four thousand, perhaps, (laughs) I think singing hymns. And it is just, it was just beautiful. It really warmed my heart to the beauty of hymns. And then I used to work at a library and I was shelving books and came across a um, a book of the collected works of William Cooper, who was a poet in the 1700s. And he also, even though he was a, a well-known secular poet in his own right, he also wrote hymns, including the hymn, There is a Fountain Filled with Blood. And I didn't know that. I thought that was so fascinating. He was also friends with John Newton, who wrote Amazing Grace. Um, he was a parishioner at John Newton's church in Olney, England, and they compiled a hymn book or they wrote a hymn book together, the Olney hymns. Um, and just, it is fascinating. So I want to make a recommendation here in this Dust to Dust segment. And that is if you are ready to uh, take your your devotional time up a notch. I don't know if that's quite the way to say it, but to um, add some depth to it, maybe I can say it that way, then uh, because nothing can replace the Word of God. The Word of God is um, the ultimate. But there is something about reading a hymnal that brings it home. And I have a couple of quotes I wanted to read to you. Um, one is from the the theologian Philip Schaff, he said, next to the Holy Scripture, a good hymn book is the richest fountain of edification. And I have to say, amen and amen. And then this this part, this quote, I really like um, by Robert Morgan. And he is, he's alive today. He writes, he has written several hymn story books. Um, but he writes this. He's a pastor. I, I think he's in Tennessee. I'm not completely sure about that. Um, But he writes, hymns are distillations of the richest truths of God, versified, emotionalized, set to music, and released in the mind and from the mouth. They are miniature Bible studies that lead us effortlessly to worship, testimony, exhortation, prayer, and praise. They are bursts of devotional richness with rhythm and rhyme. They clear our minds soothe our nerves, verbalize our worship, summarize our faith, and sing our great Redeemer's praise. And I thought that was such a good tip for me to share with you today, um, because we are talking about renewal. And right here, Robert Morgan says, hymns help clear our minds and soothe our nerves. 
And um, there's a great value in reading the hymnal. And that is my recommendation, my tip for you this week. I think I may have said previously that I would try to give two tips and a thought every week. Uh, I'm not so sure about that number now. I may just let the spirit lead on how many things I actually share before the devotional. All right, our question of the week is, what have you been reading in God's word lately? What are you reading in your one-on-one time with God? Or what passage are you studying in church? Um, What verses had a special grip on your mind? Inquiring minds want to know. Please email me your answer at mail at workingupward.com or comment or message me on Instagram or Facebook. Again, what have you been reading in God's word lately? Now, finally, it is time for our word of the week and its corresponding biblical mindset devotional. Renew. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is one of my most favorite passages of scripture. I mean, the imagery is fantastic. Can't you just see the eagle mounting up and soaring? How gorgeous. I got to see this firsthand recently. We have a lot of eagles near us here by the largest lake in Iowa and also by some rivers. And in one week, I got to see a group of 17 eagles hanging out together near the lake. And the very next day, I got to see a group of about seven. And my my husband and I were driving back from a visit with my grandma about 50 minutes away south. And we saw the eagles and we pulled over. I pulled out the binoculars my grandma had just given me. They had belonged to my grandpa. And we just watched. And the eagles showed off for us too, I think. A few a few times, one of them would just soar around the area. It's beautiful. John is always saying he never, ever gets tired of seeing eagles. And I have to say that I wholeheartedly agree. The imagery of eagles here would have been familiar to the original audience of this passage too. The ancient Hebrews greatly revered eagles, and even back then, Eagles were symbols of strength and power. They acknowledged eagles' tenacity and the way they fiercely cared for their young. In fact, the image of an eagle caring for his young is one God uses to describe his own care for his people. In Exodus 19, the Lord gives Moses a message for his people while they were wandering in the desert after he rescued them from slavery. He said, You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. In Proverbs, the eagle makes an appearance again, topping the list of things God has created that are just incomprehensible. The three things are too wonderful for me, for I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a virgin. The eagle topped the list. Make no mistake that when God's people heard this word from Isaiah, the eagle imagery resonated deeply with them. Here's that passage again, only with a little bit more context. The prophet Isaiah was talking to a very discouraged group of people here. The Israelites at that time were weary and hopeless and oppressed after the Assyrians had come 
and conquered their lands. In fact, this passage of scripture also tells us they were wondering if God even knew what they were going through. So God answered to let them know that he did. Here is how he answered through the prophet Isaiah. Now, if you are feeling weary too, if you are feeling hopeless and discouraged, all things that play a role in burnout, then remember this passage is for you too. Israel's God is yours. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord and my right is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So we've seen the beautiful and powerful imagery of the eagle in this passage and the promise that we can mount up and soar just like the eagle within God's strength. That's very clear in this passage that the strength is coming from God, not ourselves. But I want to draw your attention to two more thoughts here. Look at the progression of activity. It's actually a digression. If you look at the order, you go from soaring like an eagle to running and then walking. I love this because it's a reminder that living in the strength of the Lord doesn't always equate to soaring high. You can merely be walking or running way down here on the ground, not in the sky. No matter what God has for us, though, the promise remains the same. We're not going to faint. We're not going to get weary. Our strength will be like an eagle's strength, renewed for our next assignment just at the right time. Which brings me to my final point. This is a promise of God, yes, but it comes with a condition. Waiting on the Lord. It's only when we wait on the Lord that we find renewed strength and the ability to run and not be weary and walk and not faint and soar like an eagle. That's the key. Why would God give us this condition for his promise to strengthen us? Could it be because we don't wait on the Lord? We rely on our own strength. That's our natural tendency. We rely on our own strength, which is feeble and fails us every single time. Could it be because he wants us to live our lives according to his plan and not ours? His wonderful, perfect plan is not what tires us, you know. It's our own. In Matthew 11.30, Jesus says his yoke is easy, his burden is light, and he invites us to come to him and find rest. The context there, of course, is that he was speaking in reference to the Pharisees who were teaching people that their salvation depended entirely on themselves and their own works, which is a burden too heavy for anyone to bear. Are you bearing that burden unnecessarily? Maybe not for your salvation, but maybe for your own peace of mind, or maybe to um, just unwittingly, just taking it all upon yourselves, all the burdens of those around you, you're putting it all on your own shoulders when that's not what God intended. Waiting on the Lord is an amazing theme to trace throughout scripture. And when you do so, you get the very clear message that waiting on the Lord is equivalent 
to trusting the Lord. Psalm 9.10 says, those who know your name will put their trust in you. In other words, the more you know who the Lord is by reading scripture, by praying, by obeying and growing as a Christian, just a Christian life, the more you will trust him. Waiting on the Lord looks like trusting and obeying and depending. It's a lifestyle, but it's not a wearisome lifestyle. It is a joyful, restful one because he gives us eagle's wings to fly beyond our obstacles. The phrase mount up in Isaiah 40, 31 is a translation of the Hebrew word Allah, which means to go up, ascend, to go up over a boundary. My prayer for you this week is that you would wait on the Lord, his timing, his plan, his work in your life, not trying to do it all your way and in your time, and for you to enjoy the flight, enjoy soaring or walking or running, whatever God has for you to do this week. Know that he will give you strength. You only need to trust. You only need to wait. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this passage of scripture that is so beautiful and comforting and encouraging. It's such a a gentle reminder for us to wait on you and to trust in you and not ourselves. Lord, we confess that we tend to do that all the time. We, We take the burdens of the world and even burdens we were never meant to bear, and we put them on our own shoulders and We have our own ways and our own plans and our own timing. And we forget that if we just wait on you and trust in you, that you will give us strength like an eagle and we will mount up on eagle's wings and we will uh, run and not be weary and we will walk and not faint. Help us this week and beyond just to simply rest in you and trust in you. Help us to seek your face Um, to know you and your character and who you are better by searching scriptures and by growing in our relationship with you. The more we know you, the more we will trust in you and the more we will wait on you and discover the rest and the strength that only you can provide. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to Working Upward. You can check out the show notes and all links mentioned in this episode at workingupward.com or even better, become a podcast insider. It's absolutely free and you'll get episode related resources delivered straight to your inbox. Workingupward.com will take you directly to that sign up link. Until next time, keep looking up.